Hello out there in podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. Hello! Hi! This week we're watching a movie that Adam requested, sort of. <laughs> we're watching 1994's <laughs> The Crow. I put it on the list. He put it on our on yeah. our um, Google Sheets. Yeah. Uh and this movie will serve as a nice transition into 2017's Horror Fest. Yes, the month of Hollywood. Where I get to, <laughs> yes, right, where I program every episode. And I like to mix it up for the month of October. I like to do like a slasher, a monster movie, something weird. Well, yeah. now it's five weeks, so I got to think of two more things to, to, to put up there. Yeah. For, for those of you that haven't been following the show throughout its entirety, <laughs> uh, Hollywood basically came to us from his horror website. Oh, I had like a hor- a shitty little horror blog. Yeah, yeah. That uh, and yeah. I just wrote about horror movies. Yeah, Jester told us like, hey, this guy, uh, this, this guy wants to. We, me, and I used to work with Jester, right? And uh, so, as far as my in my brain, oh, we're going like inside baseball. Dude. Yeah, this is like crazy. <laughs> you, you're you're a horror man. You you oh, are yeah. all Ever horror. Since and I was a kid, loved him. So and then this is why you get all the power for the <laughs> October, because this is this is your wheelhouse. This is my realm. Yeah. Yep. If, if there was never a realm for like uh, sci-fi space things, that'd be you. <laughs> maybe that may be the closest thing. I mean, yeah, the closest fandom that I relate to is Doctor Who stuff. Okay, and that is and Bruce space. Willis. And Bruce Willis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if those are Bruce Willis month, then I'd program that oh one. Oh my god, <laughs> could we could we survive? <laughs> you think that would be the case? But we've talked about him so many times. That's There's true. not so much left to like talk about. I mean, honestly. That's it. He's got like what five movies? That's like what a month. Oh my god, the Death Wish He's got over a hundred movies. I'm sure. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I'm talking about the uh, Bruce Willis that you like. Oh, oh, I don't know. I'm pretty blind to a lot of his movies. <laughs> that's, not <laughs> helping or, that's not helping. The uh, Death Wish trailer <laughs> came on when I was watching it, the 2017 oh, yeah. it, and I guess some people in the theater it was crowded because you know it made a shit ton of money its opening weekend. Yeah, I guess some people didn't see the trailer, so when. The cat when they reveal who the killer is and it's Bruce Willis, you can hear some groans like "aw, ah, oh, boo." Yeah, boo to them. Yeah, they get my groans. How about that? I was saying <laughs> boo earns. <laughs> Simpsons. Okay, we're watching The Crow because this movie takes place over two nights. Devil's Night, which I've never—I don't think that's a real thing. I it's think a real thing. It, I've heard it referenced by I, a lot of people. I thought the guy and the, the bad guy created it. He's like, "It's I made this holiday." There's even co- greeting cards for it. No. Remember that meeting with the yeah yeah. Was, we know what you're talking about, but it's a real thing. Okay, there was a song on an Eminem album. It might have been D12, uh-huh. where it's it called Devil's Night. Okay, and this, this had to have been close around the same time. Yeah, and they were talking about doing it from when they were a kid. So okay, Devil's Night has been a thing for a long time. I think. Uh, I think this movie takes place in Detroit. It does take. I, I believe that's true because someone says the Motor City, which is Detroit. Yeah, and Eminem's from Detroit. So is this like a Detroit only thing? Maybe. Okay. Um, oh, interesting. So Devil's Night, and then it's Halloween the <laughs> yeah. next day. So yeah. this is a nice transition into the month of October Yeah, for, want, for our Halloween yeah. season. Devil's Night, I think, was the time of the most amount of like evil you could possibly do. Because All Hallows' Eve and All Hallows' Day was supposed to be a righteous um, Catholic um, thing to do for the dead or something like that. Yeah, All Saints' Day is the is, day after Halloween. Yeah. So, so would Devil's Night be on the twenty ninth? Yeah, thirtieth. Thirtieth. All Hallows Eve is the thir- is thirty first, and Halloween. Di- oh, wait, 
I don't know. All Hallows, <laughs> all Hallows Eve yeah. is Halloween. Okay. So what's that's All Hallows? Hallows Day? <laughs> yeah. That's the that's September 1st. That's November 1st. Because you can't have All Hallows Eve without an All Hallows. What? <laughs> that's like true. Christmas Eve and then Christmas. New Year's, New Year's Eve. Eve and then New yeah. Year's. Hallows Eve and Hallows Day. Okay. That's what I'm saying. All Hallows Eve and All Hallows Day. Okay. So it is the 30th. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. All Hallows Eve? No, uh, Devil's Night. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it is because on that night they go, uh, that one black guy is like, hey man, Halloween's tomorrow. From The Rock? Is that the guy? That's the no, guy from The he Rock? he was in Hackers. He was Lord Nikon. He was one of the hackers in the movie Hackers we did oh, last year. The, the black the hackers? Oh. The one with the blades? Oh, no, the, the other black guy with the glasses. Oh, uh, his, that he, bad guy's bodyguard? Tintin? Yeah. That's Candyman, dude. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. Tony Todd. Yeah, he's, he's, that's from The Rock. He's like, you know, yeah. how, you know how this shit I don't works. listen to that soft shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's Tony Todd. Yeah. Good transition, Adam. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you who directed this and who, uh, who oh, started it. Fant- Have you cut you off that early? Sorry about <laughs> no, that. It's okay, it's okay. <laughs> this movie was directed by Alex Proyas. We actually just saw a movie Alex Proyas directed. What? He directed Gods of Egypt. Oh, with right. Jamie Lannister and uh, Gerard Butler. Yeah. Hey, I'm yeah. Egyptian. The Enlightenment. Yeah. yeah, and taller. And <laughs> this movie stars R.I.P. Brandon Lee, mm-hmm. Rochelle Davis, Ernie Hudson, Michael Wincott, Bay Ling, and Lawrence Mason, and Tony Todd. I forgot to put him in here. That's right. Uh, let me do a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. A man brutally murdered comes back to life as an undead avenger of his and his fiance's murder. I ask this every week. Have you seen this movie before? Um, yes, I have. I actually have. I think the DVD somewhere. Okay. Oh. I've I've seen it once, maybe twice. I saw it once in the movie theaters, and I don't remember. I don't remember anything from it. Oh, perfect! I remember this. I was ten when this came out. I was reading a lot of Wizard, the comics magazine. Okay, it was a weekly uh, comic book like magazine. And in the early nineties, there was a lot of like dark, like goth, like alt comics, like Vampirella, The Crow, The Max, The Head, anything with the okay in front. Uh, the Crow was one of them. Mm-hmm. And when I heard they were turning the movie, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> it's so good to make like four others in a, in a TV series. So this is based on a comic book. Right. I don't know if you guys. I, I, I figured that out later in life. Okay. At, at the time, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I forgot watching this movie. Like, what, going in, I'm like, I'm trying to remember what the hell, why were they murdered? Uh, real estate scam. <laughs> That's pretty much the, the kind of the whole deal. It's like Superman, the original Superman movie with, with, uh, what's his name? Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves. The whole thing was a real estate scam. Lex Luthor was trying to buy land to blow it up. I don't remember any of that. Yeah. Well, it's from the seventies. Yeah. Pre ninety. Well, <laughs> Super- Superman movies was was big for me growing up, and the Superman cartoons, mm-hmm. which we had VHS tapes of. Maybe they're like mini movies or something. Superman. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's not okay. No, it's okay. Yeah, it's the whole fashion than a locomotive. Oh, those old school ones yeah. from the 40s? Yes. Yeah, I had some of those too. Yeah. That's, oh. I, that's what I grew up watching. That was my first exp- my first superhero was Superman. Okay. And uh, quickly moved on, I think. Really? Your first super- superhero was Superman? Yep. Mm-hmm. Huh. Sure. Hmm. Yours was? Probably Batman. Oh. Because uh, for Christmas, when I was six or... S- when did it come out? 89, the Keaton one. The first Keaton movie. Okay. came out in 89... I must have been six when it came out on VHS. I'm guessing oh, wow. a year later. I got that for Christmas, and I was watching that every day. I still, yeah. if you put it on now, I still know, like, lines. Nice. Like, like I can still almost, like, follow. Like, when um, Jack Pounds is like, is that you, Sugar Bubs? And Nicholson comes off the elevator and he's, when he's first uh, 
like he's in the shadows as the Joker. Yeah. No, it's me, sugar bums. And he goes, Jack, thank God you're alive. <laughs> like I, I got the cadence down and everything. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that was a big movie for me. Nice. What about you, Maestro? Um, Who was your first superhero movie? Superhero. Superhero in general. Who was your big guy? Oh, that I always liked? First exposed to. First exposed to. That's what I'm trying to say. There yeah. you go. What's happening to your face? <laughs> <laughs> I try to remember, honestly. I mean, because I've had so there's so many superheroes I like. Uh, was it Spider Man? No, it was Ultraman. Ultraman. I think that was my first. No, 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 no. no I'm sorry. Sounds it was Master Rider. It was Master Rider. It was Master Rider. Was my first one. Who? Uh, Mast Rider. Oh, I thought you said Mance Rider, the <laughs> the guy who united the Wildlings. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Mance Rider. <laughs> refused to bend the knee. Either that or Shaolin Papa, your choice. <laughs> oh my god. Are these real characters? Yes. Okay. I'm going change your mind to Mighty Mouse in that case. <laughs> We're going to be all crazy about it. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, this movie, as you oh, may have not Maybe El yes. Chapulín Colorado. Oh. Okay. <laughs> We're going that route? <laughs> oh my god. That was so bad. All right. So, this movie, Brandon Lee died. While making this movie, I'll go in the trivia about the details behind it. Okay. But he died. I remember when I was a kid hearing the story. I was like, who? I never, I didn't know who that was. <laughs> Everyone's making Same. a big deal. I was like, okay. Bruce Lee's kid? He has a kid? Okay. Yeah. Seriously? I didn't know who Brandon Lee was when I was 10. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know funny. who he was when the movie came out. <laughs> no, that's perfectly understandable. But like, like, like when, when I first saw the movie, I think it was in high school. Oh, okay. I, I still don't know who Brandon Lee was. <laughs> okay. Well, I can understand. Ten years old, you don't really think about like offspring and stuff like that. You just think yeah. about like, oh, Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. Oh, that guy's got. I, I didn't huh. believe it when people told me that. Like, I was Bruce Lee's kid. Like, no, no, it's, it's not. You're lying. <laughs> and this is the reason why we don't talk very often. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brandon Lee. I looked at his IMDb. He didn't do a lot. This well, this probably was going to be his breakout role that would have made him. Because mm-hmm. I like I liked him in this movie. I I honestly think I think Ledger. Heath Ledger might have seen this role, Absolutely. and I think he might have stolen a few things. One hundred percent, I agree. That scene later in the movie, we'll get there. That scene where where they're having like the meeting with all the gangsters, yep. and he flies in. That's the scene where the Joker walks in the meeting. Yes, exactly. I had the same thought. I, I was like, oh my god, like Ledger must have fucking stole yeah. some of this shit, dude. It's just blonde hair is the only difference, basically. Mm-hmm. Same makeup, same kind of crazy smile same thing, cadence, yeah, the, the way he says stuff, eyes all weird, uh huh. Yeah. His mannerisms. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Moving his, his head. Mannerisms. Yeah, man. They both died <laughs> while filming a movie. Oh. But Ledger's well, was after. Yeah, it was a different yeah. one. Yeah. Very eerie. Mm. And didn't Bruce Lee die under mysterious circumstances, too? Didn't Bruce Lee? Kind of. He, he, there's this talk that he was allergic to some sport, sort of aspirin, uh-huh. and he overdosed on that, or by accident, like, oh, died Jesus. because of that. What a way to go for Bruce Lee. The funny part about it is <laughs> the movie that he portrayed in one of the movies, I think it was called uh, Chinese Connection, mm-hmm. where he dies at the end because he kills so many people. And then he, and then basically there's a firing squad just waiting for him, so he jumps at him, and that's when he dies in the movie cuts. Same thing in the movie for The Crow with Brandon Lee, but it really happened. Every scene in, oh. every scene in the movie where they held a gun at him, they shot, I was like, ooh, was that the scene? Every scene where someone had a gun pointed straight at him. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. They say that it it was just um, uh, a faulty uh, 
fake bullet or uh, no, 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 because uh, even blanks at close range can cause a lot of damage. A lot of damage, but uh, not, yeah. like not, not, but like it wasn't that close to damage. I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll read it to you guys. Okay, I, I have the, the the full like details of what happened. Okay, cool. In trivia, fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, so this, uh, yeah. So this movie, it's very, uh, it's very nineties. I was telling my wife Sarah. Okay. How how the hell am I going to explain to my kid what the '90s were? Yeah. Like this, the music, the yeah. style. You just got to show him this, like Lethal Weapon and uh, LA Metro, <laughs> or what was it? Metro Speed? No, the uh, with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Metro. Metro he made a movie called Metro. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all those movies with the saxophone. Can't hardly wait. It's a very '90s movie. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's oh, end just of, the music. That's end of the I'm '90s. More of like the music. Oh, okay. Oh, you're talking like early '90s. Yeah. Okay. What's a 90s movie? With, with the jazz saxophone in every scene. <laughs> a 90s movie? What's like a, like if I said, tell me, like if I said, what's your typical 80s movie? You, you say like a John Hughes movie, like say like Breakfast Club. Yeah. Like that, that's I was, think, like I was the thinking, uh, the, uh, Pretty mi- Pink. Yeah. The, Sixteen Candles. Mo- uh, <laughs> what's her name? No, Molly Ringwald. Yeah. 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 That's 80s. Uh-huh. 80s no. with one name. Yes. Molly Ringwald. So 90s, like how do you explain <laughs> the 90s? Like Molly Ringwald. <laughs> when we were kids. There was no internet. It's buddy cops. <laughs> it's all buddy cops. There's a lot, a lot of buddy cop films. A lot of rap. Yeah. In fact, Brandon Lee was in another buddy cop film with um, uh, Drago. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Drago. Not from the Game of Thrones. Carl. Yeah. <laughs> Not Carl Drago. Uh, just just <laughs> Ivan Drago. Oh, good transition. <laughs> They're going to remake The Crow and Cal Drago... Jason Momoa is going to be the new Eric Draven. I heard about what? that. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that, but it just disappeared afterwards. What happened? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's still in development or what. Because he's now he's Aquaman, so. Yeah. I have some problems believing that. What? Uh, because the, the, the way this movie is set up, the premise of it is uh, Brandon Lee is a guitarist in uh-huh. a band, and he's got a wife, and is there a kid? No. No, it's she's. It's a neighbor or something? Yeah, she's yeah. like a, okay. some junkie. Well, it's just. You're pretty much at the beginning. Yeah. So the the movie opens up on Devil's Night, and it's pretty much the whole city's on fire. No, no. Uh, it, it, Basically, isn't that what, what yeah. the, the whole point of Devil? Isn't that the what the ma- bad guys thing is? Like set the city on fire, right? And then he, because uh, then towards the end he's saying we're going to set a fire to the likes the North have never seen. Tell oh, them they're going to see a fire they've never seen. <laughs> yeah. Wait, isn't wait, that, that what Mance Rayner said? Yes, exactly. The <laughs> 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 fire the North has never seen. Yeah, there you go. It all ties in. <laughs> But Brandon Lee and his wife or girlfriend, unclear, fiance, fiance. Yeah. oh, that's right, because the ring. Yeah. Uh, they get attacked. He gets killed. She gets raped and killed, basically, uh-huh. is what happens. He gets shot, and he flies out of the bell tower or the fucking yeah. – <laughs> what is that, circular glass it's, at the top of the building? It's a clock tower yeah. type <laughs> he, like, of – falls out of clock they tower. Live, they live in the attic, attic, basically, of some sort of weird building. <laughs> Were they squatting? Is no, it possible no. they were squatting? No, they're renting for half the price because the building is half the the room's half the room. Okay. <laughs> I mean, come on, the guy's a yeah. the guy's a musician that doesn't have like a, a label yet, so he's not making much money. Just I felt like his character was like a Chris Cornell, like like a handsome like grunge like guy with long hair. I don't. I just I, I think I think Brandon Lee saw Chris Cornell. You know who that is, right? Chris the Cor- guy that passed away? Uh, yeah, the one who convinced He was the lead singer of Soundgarden. Right. And they needed an audio slave. Yeah. And then he saw Chris Cornell and he's like, yeah, I'm going to try to go for him. And then he Ledger saw Brandon Lee doing Chris Cornell. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to do a Chris Cornell Crow version of The Joker. Okay. I, I think that's the sequence right there. And 
Oh, it's bad taste. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. If, if Jason Momoa was this character, okay. I, I find it hard to believe that they could get the drop on him. Why? Oh, because he's so big. Yes. Yeah, okay. Whereas Brandon Lee, like, he's kind of spindly. Yeah, I could see him being pushed around before. He's very guys. lean. Yeah. Uh, see, you walk up to Jason Momoa, it's kind of like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, uh, yeah. in earlier movies, Brand, uh, Jason Momoa wasn't as, like, tall. Buff as he used to be, right? Now. But he was tall. But, but he's not going to play them back then. I know he's not going to play it right now. But he's not. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, but he's working out really hard to be like the the huge version of Aquaman. He when he, his average look is uh, a lot skinnier. So he's going to cut a uh, hundred pounds of muscle for this movie. He doesn't have to. I mean, it's a lot easier to cut muscle than to uh, keep it. I feel like that'd be bad for his brand. Momo is in a movie with Stallone called Bullet to the Head, which was also based on a comic, but it's not a superhero movie. It's okay. just like a crime story. Yeah, it's a recent one from Stallone, right? Yeah, it was like two, three years ago. Oh. It's a very dumb, like, action movie, but Momo is great in it, dude. He he, yeah. he fucking crushes it as the bad guy who who's chasing after Stallone. Okay. It's great. It, it's... Uh, I think we got to watch it down the road at some point. Oh, to the oh is that kind of great? It, yeah, it's it's uh, it's, I, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, especially the fact that Momoa at like his peak like buffness is fighting old man Stallone, and Stallone is holding his own on him. Oh boy, yeah, that's not as. You said Stallone wrote this? No, I, I don't think he wrote it. Oh, I, I think he's just in it. Oh, he put, he put more muscle on after the Bullet to the Head movie. Yeah, yeah, he's still jacked, dude. Stallone. Did you ever see Frontier? Is that Stallone? No, it's a Netflix uh, Momoa. Oh, he's like a skin trader. Yeah, or a fur trader or something. Yeah, one of somebody those. at work told me to watch that. I heard it was uh, it was like great, and then it just like just like snow diet. It was it's fine. It's fine. It was a show. Yeah. Okay. Was it? I watched it. I don't remember much about it anymore. It's already fled. Okay. I remember thinking I like you better as Drago. Yeah. <laughs> Which he's not even speaking barely. Yeah. yeah. Here's your crown. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a great scene. I want an army. He has a sword on her belly. <laughs> you haven't paid for the army yet. Or whatever. Fuck that guy. Yeah. The, Viserys? Yep. I think his name was. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. That. yeah. Anyway, so anyway. Yeah. So on Devil's Night, they're murdered and uh, Ernie Hudson. Night Court. Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Ghostbusters too. <laughs> He's I know more from Night Court than Ghostbusters. Ernie Hudson? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he was the judge, I think. Okay. No, wait, that's somebody else. Yeah, you're right. That is someone else. Oh, damn it. He looks like him, though. Yeah. He's got the same... What, what is it? Corolla calls it a black simile. Where it's a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Similar look. Anyway. Yeah, he's a cop um, investigating... He used to be a detective, and he got demoted by another detective. Yeah. I guess the city's so corrupt... <laughs> that hey he's doing his job good yeah you better fucking demote his ass right what are you digging into get out of here <laughs> so he's supposed to be the jim gordon of fucking detroit right exactly the one good cop out there yeah so he's out there there's this the, the the girl the little girl her name's sarah yeah her mom is a junkie like a junkie waitress and i guess they were raising her or prostitute were, junkie races uh waitress yeah so, something like that and yeah i think they were taking care of her or maybe they were watching her because the mom was like a junkie or something i think she was just spending all the time with him yeah or them because well he's a musician so he doesn't never works uh-huh. and i don't know i don't know what she, she does but it also never works uh-huh. maybe she's a manager for the band no wonder they were getting evicted dude yeah <laughs> they yeah they don't have anybody <laughs> yeah they're just home all day hanging out with a with little girl yeah and he's playing guitar on the roof uh, yeah <laughs> nobody hears that no it's dangerous to do it up there because if it rains 
Yeah. You get your speaker all messed up. Yeah, that, see, that's where you need to get the acoustic out. But then again, can't always rain. You're a <laughs> dick. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so she dies um, later. Uh, In she, the hospital. After 30 hours, yeah, she, she dies. She was raped. She was shot. She was raped up, yeah, yeah. beaten, and she's holding on for. No, he he also. Oh, he survived thirty hours. No, no he died didn't. instantly. He died instantly because he was shot and he fell out of the bell tower. And he Are you sure? To his yes. Death. Yeah, because Ernie Hudson lied to her because she was like, "How's Eric?" And he goes, "Oh, he's he's going to be fine. Don't you worry." Oh. He was saying that just to comfort her. Oh, okay. But yeah, he was dead. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm confused about a part later in the movie. Okay. I'll explain everything to you if you want. Okay. So then we. Uh, so there's a crow. Who's watching all this? And yeah. the voiceover is from that little girl in the beginning, and she said, "It's believed that a crow will carry your soul to the afterlife." Funny was a raven. <sighs> that's the one that there's, just messes with Paul. There's a seed where he's he's fighting crime and he's reciting the raven, and I'm like, "You got the wrong bird, dude." Yeah, you're supposed to be a crow, right? But uh, if there was a raven, maybe perhaps with three eyes. Uh, <laughs> He'd be the this, Night King. Oh, this, this, this all could have been uh, foreseen. Uh-huh. I, I thought later in the movie, when <laughs> when he was killing the bad guys, I was ready for him to say, "You murdered her. You killed her. You raped her." Like uh, Oberyn, yeah, Oberyn Martell. Which he was doing his imitation of. Uh, Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. <laughs> you killed my father. Killed my- <laughs> Prepare to die. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Do you think he saw that performance? Yes. And he was like, I, I, that's the, the one I'm doing. I was thinking of nothing but that the entire time he was doing it. Because he kept repeating it the same way. Hello. <laughs> I like how in Game of Thrones, uh, he's just walking around talking shit like, yeah, the Lannisters, I'm here to take them out. <laughs> and then when and then when fucking uh, what's, uh, Joffrey's poison, he's not the number one suspect. He's walking around all of Westeros like, yeah, I'm here to kick some Lannister ass. Wasn't he dead by that point? No. Because he, he was at the wedding. Because Joffrey dies, Tyrion goes on trial, oh, that's and right, he that's represents right. Tyrion in the trial by combat. Yep. And that's when we get the, you murdered her! You killed her! Yeah. And then he died. Yeah. Then he died. Oof. Another one of those crushing blows Oof. to your uh, what you think is going to happen. What, what I liked about that episode was my boy, Tywin, he stands up and he goes, Tyrion Lannister, you are sentenced to die. And then it cuts off, right? And then the next episode is is the battle on the wall. Where the wildlings show, where the where the okay. I'll show them a fire they've never seen. Yeah, that's an entire episode, and you're like, "What's happening, to Tyrion? Yeah, what's going on?" <laughs> and then the next one, ugh, my boy dies. Yeah, well, lucky for you, you got to just like it was just oh, an yeah, hour you had I to know, wait. You guys had to wait. Not, yeah, two weeks, <laughs> weeks, <laughs> and then months. Yeah, after. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I think I'm gonna rewatch it when uh, for the next oh season for sure. I'm gonna do the same, but this time I'm only gonna do like one a day. Oh. I'll give myself like three uh, months. To do like one a day, okay. Just to, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But now there's stuff because I'm listening to a podcast called Binge Mode where they do Game of Thrones, and there's stuff that I never noticed in the beginning. Ooh, like a remember the guy who uh, was at the wall? Who he, remember he was cowardly, and Jon Snow had to cut his head off. Yeah, yeah. Because he told you have to go to the. Other, was hiding in the tower with the woman. Yeah, with the women. Yeah. Well, that's the same guy that Tyrion sent to the wall when he installed Bronn as the leader of the of the fucking. Kingsguard or whatever. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't notice that. I didn't realize that was the same guy. So I got to rewatch it. To, oh to yeah, see these little yeah, these little things like oh yeah, he was that guy. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Man, <laughs> fucking so, three straight weeks of Game yeah. of Thrones talk. Jesus. Yeah. 
Are we 30 minutes in? Yeah. We, we, we've got 10 minutes into the actual movie? <laughs> well, it kind, it kind of goes fast, though, so yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get through I mean, this. It's, yeah. it's just a, like, uh, basically this entire yeah, movie is a hit. it takes over two nights. And it's a hit list. That's all this movie yeah, it's is. it's just a hit list. Yeah. It's, he's going ju- full John Wick yeah. mode or, on everyone. Or Bruce Willis, yeah. maybe. Uh, <laughs> Without guns. More accurate. Without guns. Yeah. So technically, he's not like neither. Uh-huh. He has guns. When? In the last scene. Uh, at the table with all the people. He's shooting everybody. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's doing a real bad job of it, too. But we'll get, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. So it's a year later, and that same crow is at the cemetery. Same night. Same night. is the devil's night. Um, yeah. Crow's there. And then he wakes up. He, like, digs himself out of his grave. He's like, Aah! And then he uh, kind of curls up into a fetal position. And the crow is, like, leading him. Like, it's, it's almost like a Navi. In Zelda. Hey, hey, listen, hey, listen. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and the crow, because the, the crow goes like a dumpster and there's like boots there because he's like, he has no shirt and he has yeah. no shoes. He's reason, also not decomposed at all. Yes, surprisingly. Well, my guess is uh, the body comes back. Yeah. The, the, for, to avenge, for, for the uh, sure. vengeance night. Well, if the crow was there the first time, maybe the crow put a spell on him like, no decomposition. On you. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, so, um, he can war against the crow, right? That's how he sees. Uh, I'm keeping this Game of Thrones thing going. I don't know if, I don't he, know if he see... does or not, or if that's just the crow's vision, or is that his vision? I think he can see through the. Crow. Yeah, it's like, it's like the whole idea yeah. about the third eye. I think idea. he's warging. Oh, into so it's the... a third-eyed crow. And, well, that's <laughs> the thing about the warging is not is used like that in Game of Thrones, but I don't think that's how it's used in every other book I've seen read, though. Like, mm-hmm. I think a warg or a worgen in WoW is a werewolf. And, oh uh, yeah, well, terminology is different. Yeah, and yeah. then and I think I think in J.R.R. Tolkien, a warg is like a man bear. Hmm. Okay, yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, we're getting so far away from crow. Yeah, <laughs> he gets. We need to fill it with something, man. Yeah. I well, mean, <laughs> I mean, okay, he gets out and he finally figures out that he's uh, able to do something because I guess he could cuts in the hand or something like that. And he realizes that he heals like shit. Now I can do whatever I want to. Yeah, because yeah. he goes back to the scene of the crime, which hasn't been. It's still a year later. So no much for this whole reality scam yeah. or realty scam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the whole point of killing them. Yeah, was so that way they didn't sign the petition or whatever. So that way you can burn the build. I'm still confused by his plot. No, they were trying to take over part. It was basically you burn down certain areas so you can take over at a fraction of the cost. Yeah. Oh, okay. Drive the yeah, uh, demand down in yeah. the area. Yeah. The only thing about it is because That's some of banker the, shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is. Uh-huh. I'm serious. Banker, banker. But I think that what happened was because of that like heinous crime, it turned into some sort of weird, uh, uh, uh like I, I guess it's like some sort of like really protected area or something like that. I'm not exactly sure because they just like lost all interest afterwards. Yeah. I mean, that building's still there. Yeah. Unless they bought it and just left it be because it's just now they own the land. It's waiting for the time for the craziness to go away I and mean, well it's a, my whole thing is it's a year later right and the fucking do not cross police yellow still there. is still there a year later the nicole brown and ron goldman's yeah. <laughs> fucking where they died there's still not a police thing there year one year later whatever it's, it's to visually what, show you that he's back where he was yeah killed. yeah so he goes in and like you said maestro he jumps out of the clock tower and uh, he does like a flip move, and he, his hands are cut, and he figures out he can heal. Yeah. So and, and he it, sees a, a um, it's it's a, it's a mannequin. A, no, no, no. no, no, no. Uh, it's a playwright a mask. Yeah, that's it's a, right. It's a playwright mask. Yeah. Basically, what you would see is like the smiling and the and the sad yeah, face. Yeah, the, the drama. A Harlequin mask. 
maybe. No? I don't know. I don't know the exact name. Harley Quinn to me is only yeah, yeah, from Mr. Batman. J. Yeah, yeah. Which is I hear faked later on. What? What do you mean faked? What's going on? What oh, uh, the whole like love interest. I think that actually happened from the animated series, not from the comic. Oh, well, she was created in the cartoon first, and then yeah, see, there they go. sent her into the comic world. Yeah. Anyways, um, so basically, he figures out that he's uh, indestructible. Puts on the mask of uh, some sort of like acting thing. I guess it's some sort of homage to uh, being something that he's not. Huh, maybe. Oh, so he's he's uh, Brandon Lee playing uh, Eric playing Draven. the crow. <laughs> sure, why not? Could okay. be fun. Oh, by the way, his last name is Draven. Take that D, and it's Raven. Hey, Jer- Eric D. Raven. <laughs> Is that what it's called for real? Yeah, look at his name. IMDb only has it as Eric. Uh, yeah, of course. But his name is Eric Draven. Yeah. Oh. D-R-A-V-E-R. That actually sounds like I've heard that. I heard it in the movie. You're uh-huh. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why isn't he the Raven? Eric the Raven? <laughs> <laughs> but he's the crow. Yeah. Get it? Oh, boy. Yeah. Moving on. Was that in the comic book? Is his name yeah, Draven in the comic his book? His name is Eric and, Draven in the comic book. And the TV series. They probably couldn't call it the Raven because of copyright laws, so they had to change it to the Crow. Possibly. Oh, for the Poe poem? Yeah. That might be... I think that might be... Um, what is it where it's open? Anybody can use it? Uh, oh, open license. Bit, yeah. Um, There's no free, copyright? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, free, free, public domain. Yeah. I think that story is public domain. Maybe. Interesting. Maybe. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, so he he, he he paints his face similar to the mask because mm-hmm. he puts the thing on, then he puts on... The Cause, paint. Because I think that he shows that he did that in the memory, so he, did, he just... Oh, yeah. yeah he made they flash like back to him and his wife, and he, he proposed to her up in the, the loft or the attic or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so he realizes she's dead. He's like... Aah! And now his raven is like his buddy, his yeah. Navi. Hey! Yeah. Hey, Link. So now he just has to go on a hit list. He, yeah. Uh, he remembers who killed him, the black guy from Hackers. Yep. Lord Nikon. He's the Blades guy. Uh, there's the driver. There's a guy who drives a car. There's a guy who's like a heroin, ad- heroin addict. Fun boy. Fun boy. Fun boy. <laughs> there's, there's another guy. I forgot who he is. So he has to take them all out. And he goes to... He's like the, the leader. The guy... T-Bird. He, T-Bird. He, he... God. All these guys remind me of somebody. <laughs> like, uh, the, the, the guy, Fun Boy, reminded me of, uh, Highlander. His, his look. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, God, uh, what the fuck is his name? Which one? The guy who plays Highlander. He was R- Raiden last week. Yeah. In Mortal Kombat. Oh, uh, crap. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I wish we had a machine that can tell oh, us yeah, this. That's true. <laughs> Do the machines. So, his, so we'll just move the story. So pretty much um, he's like targeting these people. And um, what's the guy with the blades name? Tintin. Tintin. He's going to a pawn shop because he's selling a purse. Christopher Lambert. That's who you're thinking. Yeah. Right? Hey, 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 hey. With, the, with the long hair. With the, with the long you're hair. About the main bad guy, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. No. The the, the fun boy, the he's guy that was about, the heroin dude. He's talking about T Bird. Oh, the one who was hooking up with uh, yeah the kid's mom. With, fun boy with the long hair from Highlander. That's that's what he looked like to me. Um, so he looks like Christopher Lambert. Yeah. I, okay. I, 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 I. That doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter. Anyways. So basically, uh, Tintin's going to a pawn shop, and, and uh, he yeah. he sells a purse for like fifty bucks, and then which has got blood stains on it. Uh, yeah. so, so the crow shows up. Actually, what isn't he, what he did? He, he deals with the pawn shop owner first, doesn't he? Yes. Going after hours. Who's from the Big Lebowski? He's from like he's from all the things. Yeah, he's, he, he plays the same character yeah, basically in every movie he's, he's in. Yeah, he's 
Shiesty and Greasy. Yeah, he's just yeah. slimy and yeah, Shiesty Greasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Shiesty Greasy is closing down the the, <laughs> the pawn shop for the night. And but first, he kills the guy with the blades. Then he goes after the pawn shop guy because when he sells the purse, he goes into the alleys, and that's when the crow follows him. True. Yeah, and they yep. and mm-hmm. yeah, and, and he fights. Kind of. I mean, like so. Uh, yeah. One of his credits, one of his, uh, one of Brandon Lee's credits is he was fight coordinator. Oh, what, uh, what did you think of um, the fight moves? In As this in, movie? I didn't like it. Did did his dad not? I, I rub don't. Off on I him did not see that, that at all. <laughs> Another reason why I, I refuse to believe people saying so not that was his son. I'm like that's <laughs> not his son. I saw the crow. <laughs> You're wrong. The apple fell way far from it, the was, it was very, tree. It was very stiff and it was almost to the point where you could see, like, this is where the scene cut in. Mm-hmm. And this is where they said cut for the first, the next scene. Like, uh-huh. all right, now you had your arms here. Uh, roll the camera. Go. <laughs> like a little, a little pause in between, like, all right. That was, that, you're supposed to cut that setup part out of the shot. Yeah. But, yeah, it was real mechanical looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the, the, the main problem I had with this movie uh, started in this scene where with Tintin. It so just, did you like the setup? Were you on board with? Yeah, the I was. Uh, yeah. of like the crow brings you back and for one night, y- yeah. for vengeance. That's that's fine. Okay, uh, vengeance movies in general, I'm all on board for. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one with Kevin Bacon about. I think it was called Shotgun or something. Or oh, Footloose. dude, that movie's badass. Yeah, like his kid dies in a gas station. Yes, and he that was goes amazing. Hell yeah, yes. That that guy who directed that movie is James Wan. Okay. He did the first Saw. He did The Conjuring. He did Insidious. He Perfect. Made this movie. Yeah. That death, w- death something. Becomes her. No. no. Death. That's Bruce Willis, man. Not death. No. Thanks for the uh, layup. <laughs> death proof. No. Anyway, yeah, I know what movie you're talking. Yeah, about. that's a badass. That's great. So revenge in general, uh-huh. I'm all about it. Uh, but I had trouble believing the characters of the bad guys. They, were they too they're cartoonish? Way, yes. They were way too like, woohoo, I'm just bad and I'm crazy. Oh, how they're, t- <laughs> they're taking shots of bullets. Yeah, they're just they're everything, swallowing everything they're doing bullets. is like, no, this is not a real life. They're, they're too much like stereotypical bad guys uh-huh. that are from, I guess, would, it a would be a comic book. <laughs> hey. Did, As was, I was saying and I cut. Yeah. Was wasn't happening. this movie from a comic? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, one guy, the guy who's fucking burning the cigarette on his tongue, he reminded me of the guy from Over the Top who's just drinking gas, uh, oil. Yeah. Like they're that. It's, it's the same kind of thing. Yes. Like, no, that doesn't happen in real life. Yes. You can, there's other ways to show that he's a badass and him just like, ooh, I'm going to cut you, boy. Oh, and then never miss. <laughs> oh, I missed. Oh, I missed. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was his deal. He never missed with the yeah. blades. And then, then he, he misses three times in a row. Y- yeah. Try again. And the crow, like, fucking, like, gut checks him. Because they, Ernie Hudson finds his body, yeah. After and he has like seven blades in his chest, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. of his own blades, I guess. Yeah, this is what blades. it seemed like. He had that many blades on him. Yeah. Was that talk about how many people he's killed? Is that the reason why he stabbed that many times? I forget. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it's just. I would imagine he's killed a lot more than that. Yeah. If if you had trouble remembering about the wife that he well, killed, he killed this two. Guy. He killed him and his wife. Yeah, on one night. In one night, and then it's been one year. I'm sure there's been a lot more. Yeah, that wasn't a, that wasn't his first time either. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So he's dead. Ernie Hudson fights him. Now he goes back to the pawn yes, shop. Now yeah. the pawn shop, and he breaks in. <laughs> and this is great. The pawn, the pawnbroker. He's the like he's this actor is perfect. He's like the perfect sleazy guy. Yeah. Who, he died by the way a few months ago. Oh, is that this right? Guy, yeah. Oh, he, he died now a few I feel bad ago. for calling him sleazy and chasty. Uh, what was his character? Not yeah. him. That's true. Yeah. 
He's great, dude. Like, if you need like a sleazy, yeah, like mob underling guy, this this is the guy you get. I, I forgot his name. This guy could have been the uh, the owner of the cab company and stolen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he could have been. Yeah, he you could put it. He he can. It's very Giamatti esque. Yeah, you slip him in, right? And he's uh, he's looking for the ring. He's looking to see uh, for his wife's engagement ring if it was pawned there. Yeah, and he's going through the box of rings like. No, no. And then he finds a ring, and I guess touching it hurt him. I, I was confused. Like, it brought back memories of hers. He's like, ah! Yeah. Yeah. Unclear. Yeah. Um, supposedly, it's all, a lot of his uh, information is lost. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, by having the ring, he experiences all the pain, all the uh, anguish that the person that, or the object that's absorbed at that time. So these are like Horcruxes. Yeah, pretty much. Does that help? No? Yeah? No? no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's fine. So they, uh, he tells, the the crow tells the pawnbroker, go to your boss and tell him I'm coming for all of them. And yeah. he pours gasoline in there and he goes, is that gasoline I smell? And he lights and he fires in there. Yeah. And it blows the place up. Don't you need him to go to the boss to tell the bad guy, hey, yeah. I'm coming. Apparently he got out. How did somehow. he know that? How did he know that he was going to break out of there? It didn't look like he was going to be able to make it out. <laughs> he yeah. barely got out of there. That was confusing too. Like, tell your boss to come for me. <laughs> you're dead. Like, what? He says. He says, tell your boss you're coming. The whole idea about this is that gasoline I smell. That's the warning. It's like I'm going to destroy this place. You better run. So I guess like it was like a good thirty seconds. Uh, it, just, it just seemed like that that was supposed to be a badass thing for him to do and uh-huh. say in that way. Yeah. Tell your boss I'm coming for him. Is that gas I smell? That was supposed to be like a. Mm-hmm. What was that? Not so much. <laughs> One more no. time. No, that's good. And Ernie Hudson, he's eating a hot dog nearby, and he and the the girl Sarah shows up, and then they see that the place blew up, so he runs down. He sees uh, Eric Draven. Yeah, and he says, "Freeze, man!" And he doesn't know it's Eric for at first. He just thinks he's some fucking weirdo. Yeah, dressed like a like a clown. Right. And he has, I guess he can teleport. Can he turn into the crow and fly? I'm, I'm confused no. on this power. He cannot turn into a Does crow. He just, is he just fast enough that he can disappear like Batman? Supposedly he's, he's just super, supposedly he's just fast and super, super powerful. Okay. He's got, I mean, come on. I mean, Tintin threw knives in and he's able to dodge every single one. So that immediately knows he's faster than what normal people consider fast. But also he's a, he's a musician. So that means he's fingering. Oh yeah, faster. how how is he? Yeah, how does he know how to fire all these guns and stuff? It, yes, he's just he's just a musician. He comes back and he, he can catch a blade with his hands. Uh-huh. How does he know he can do that? First of all, he doesn't know he doesn't know what his powers are. He doesn't know what the hell he is. He knows he can heal. That's it. That's all he knows. The, the bell tower move. Yeah, remember, remember that whole bit in the first Spider Man with Tobey Maguire? <laughs> <laughs> how he could see everything moving in slow, super slow motion. Yeah. Do you think maybe that's the case? So we can just move on. <laughs> But the purpose it, is moving on fine. But there was a scene in Spider-Man where he actually had to test his powers, where he's like crawling alongside the building. He's Which, sh- yeah. shooting out his spider web. The, uh, go, web, go. go. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't have that scene. He's no. just, okay, I guess I can fly now. Yeah. Like, got it. Got it. Well, in this case, he's angry. He's vengeful. He doesn't, and he can't die. He doesn't really care. Yeah. Well, he doesn't know though. He doesn't. He doesn't know what to extent anything that he can do until he's doing it. Well, they're all they are all crazy. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fine. I heard that like when I was watching this movie, I think they said it in the 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 guy that found Tintin at the end. 
saying that uh, his organs were stabbed in alphabetical. Oh order. yeah, that's right. Oh, I, I remember hearing that. Yeah, yeah. And that was interesting. I thought it was funny. Oh, and he took his coat. Of course, who wouldn't take that? Yeah, that's right. a nice coat. Now he has now he has a coat. Yeah, that's a nice coat. What movie? <laughs> what movie is that from? Something, hey, hey, that's a nice coat. Shoot him up. <laughs> yeah, that's shoot one him, of, yeah. I, I feel like it was somewhere else. Uh, Batman Two. Hey, that's a real nice coat. Now there's another movie where Sin City. Yes, Marv. Oh, Marv does it, and but also Clive Owen does it and shoot him up. I think. Yes, and they were both sure. in Sin City. Yeah. What about um? Also, uh, Bruce Willis in Sin City. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they say it's something uh, like that also in um, the Eddie Murphy and T- Dan Aykroyd movie? Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. Oh, Trading Places? Yeah, I think they said something like that too. Oh. Or was it Coming to America? Coming to America. No, those nice earrings. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like a thing. Yeah. Using, that's like a yeah. – it's not a trope, but it's just a thing you see in movies like, hey, that's a nice coat. Yeah. That, that's almost like in – remember in Terminator 2? Yes. He goes, hey, yeah. that's a nice bike. Yeah. And then next thing you he see, he has a bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know what happened. Take off your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I need your boots, your bike, and something else. And those sunglasses. Did I tell you I saw it in theaters for when they re-released it? Um, yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. You said it was pretty good. Still holds up. Yep. Of course. Might be my thankful movie. Oh. oh. Can you show it us to it's, us in HD? It's down to two movies for my thankful movie. All right. I haven't even started that, thinking about that. That might idea. be one of them. I got, I got to wait for after the horathon to uh, clear your brain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing about it. I've been wanting to watch this movie again for a while, but it's a horror movie. But I can't choose it because it's not my choice. So make it your thankful movie. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we also added if it's your birthday, you get a, a free pass. Oh, that's true. So you got one coming up in December too. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting enough, we added that after my birthday just passed. <laughs> wait, I thought about that. Yeah, you Fuck. did. <laughs> Damn you! Screwed myself. Um, so he just pretty much, he goes down the list. Yeah. I guess, we don't really have to go no. too much detail. He, goes he after, just takes people out one by one. He goes yeah. after Fun Boy. He kills him in the apartment while he's banging the mom. Um, uh, and then he, he tells the mom, hey, clean up your life. Get your, oh, yeah. Your he, daughter. he holds her arm and like the pus or the tra- something comes out of her fucking oh, yeah. out of her arm. Oh, oh yeah. Disgusting, dude. What that was, was that? heroin, he, sir. He, he detoxed her. Oh. That's why she was able to the next morning be like, hey, I'm cooking eggs. Oh. Otherwise, she'd be in crazy withdrawals and wouldn't she'd be junkie for the rest that's of her true. life. That's true. Yeah. Holy shit. So, oh, dude, that's nasty. That's a fucking dirty drug, dude. Yeah. Heroin? Ugh. Anyways. Ugh. Everything about it looks filthy. Yeah. Each, each single person that killed uh, or took part in the death of Shelley Webster in this movie had uh, died a gruesome or horrible death in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tintin got uh, killed by those alphabetical organ stabbings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, what's it called? Uh, it's Fun Boy. Oh uh, wait, no. I think Tintin cut her, so he died by knives. Oh yeah, you're dying. Bi- yeah, you're dying by based on the way that you affect, hurt her. Uh, hurt her. Uh, no. No. Well, no. no. How did? Was there fire involved? Because that one guy no gets burned in his car. Yeah, I mean, skank, oh. skank got blown up and tossed into the river. Yeah. Oh, it's based off their own atrocities in life. I think. No, I just think it it's had, just the easiest way to kill him. It had some correlation to <laughs> the way that they it. the way that they lived or something bad that they did. I remember that being a thing. If that were the case, mm. then T wait wait. wait. T was I think he was uh, for arson. They, they caught him for arson at one point, maybe a year back, and he got let off. That was the, they're they're all caught for arson. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. What, what, what are you saying? What, what, what's your theory okay? Uh, T Bird was the one that got was in the car driving, even though Skank's the driver. 
Okay. So if Skank's the driver, but T-Bird's the one that gets killed in the car, that means it's not based upon what they used to do in their life. But his name is T-Bird. So? That's, that's, that's also the name of a car. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> yeah. It's just... It's just <laughs> if you think about Tintin it... Tintin was that with tin knives. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How did Skank die? I don't remember. With a prostitute in the room. Skank. Skank. Skank did. He dies by, well, by a skank. Who's that? Who else we got? <laughs> Top dollar? He's the main bad guy? Fun boy? What, what fun boy? No, Skank dies like he he gets tossed out of the window and dies. Oh, oh yeah. That's not very exciting. No. he's But he's like the crazy stupid Maybe one. Maybe because diving, skydiving is fun? No. I don't know. I tried, <laughs> I tried, I tried to maneuver that in somewhere. Yeah. Let's talk about the main bad he guy. He felt like a tank in the sky. <laughs> a skank. You're horrible. Sky tank. <laughs> You're horrible. <laughs> so Tintin gets destroyed by knives simply because it's easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Skank dies because well, how, Skank dies because he's right next to a window. Yeah. So he dies because it's easy. Mm-hmm. Um, T Bird because he likes the car and it was right next to him. Mm-hmm. Easy. Uh, what about Fumboy? How do you die? I'm so confused who Funboy is. Funboy is the is guy. The main, main guy? Fun, no, f- Top the, Dollar is the main guy. It's your Lambert guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was the, he was the heroin guy that died with the skank. Yeah. No, 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 no. Skanks. The top, the top bad guy's name's Top Top Dollar. Yeah. The fun boy, there's Top Dollar, uh, T-Bird, Skank, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Funboy. Funboy. Uh, He's in Tintin. another Crow movie? The yeah. The Funboy character? Yeah. Oh. oh, TV episode. There's a t- there's a uh, there was a TV show on this? Oh, yeah, dude. I don't Star- remember Stairway to Heaven, yeah. 1999. Hell yeah, dude. Mark Dacascos was the main actor now. Are one. you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So you're the crow expert of this group. <laughs> I guess so. Wow. I I, I like the series, but I'm, I didn't like dress up like the guy. Uh, except for Halloween, I did once. That was interesting. Let's see. We got, got uh, pictures. Fun Boy is Michael Massey. Oh, he was in Seven. And Amazing Spider-Man 2. He was in Seven. I remember who he is in Seven. In Seven, he's the guy who... Do you remember the... Uh, um, Sloth? No. What's the victim... The, where the prostitute gets killed by getting fucked by that knife oh, thing? Oh, yeah. He's the guy who owns that shop. Oh, the, the, he had no... No, he, he didn't build it, but uh, it was his he like, had to wear it. CD... Ho- no, he, it was his CD oh. like, motel... Who, uh, that he operated. Oh. Yeah, they. I don't know if you recognize him. Yeah, he he was in seven. He was the guy who who ran like that brothel that she was killed at. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. I didn't see nothing. Like he. Oh yes, like yes, that. absolutely. Okay, yes, yeah. got it. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that's that's the guy that died in the, 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 the with the skank. Yes. Yes. That's fun boy. Okay, so fun boy did die with the uh, with the prostitute. Uh, yeah. Addict. Mm-hmm. He got. I think. I think they made him. They shot him in the leg and then they overdosed him. Right. So so this guy. Is what's his name? And is top really dollar. Adam? Top dollar. He's the main bad guy. Yeah. No, this, this guy's skank. What is no, he's not. Well, yeah, Angel David is skank. No. Okay. 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 You you want me to do it for you, Adam? <laughs> this is so I'm for like, the people at home. Th- I apologize. Yeah. Well, if you're on Facebook, at least you can see me scrolling through this stuff over here. <laughs> okay. Michael Wincott is top dollar. Okay. He's the guy. He's the main bad guy. He's the guy who who's by Ling is his the sister. The talks like this all the time. Yeah, he's the one with the with the with the gravel face, the, the fucking gravel face, long straight <laughs> he's hair. Three Musketeers. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah. Go go down to side V. This is horrible. And the Resurrection, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. What else has he been in? 
He's a bit in the butt so, of them. I mean, he, yeah. Vinny Vinny Vici. Ghost uh, in the Shell. Keep going down. Westworld. Narc. Ooh, Halo 2. Nice. Metro. Hey, I was just talking about Metro. <laughs> Crow. Three yeah, Musketeers. Three Musketeers. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's Runkhart. Yeah. Rushart. He had the same... He, 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 to me, he was playing the same character in this as yeah. he was in Three Musketeers. The only difference was uh, Rushart was just likes to kill. Uh, this one wants to control. That's yeah. one difference. But he still like, he had swords. That's true. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, he opens the his closet and door or that thing. Yeah, and he has like a three musketeer sword. Yeah, yeah. that's what he stabs. Uh, yeah. yeah, the pawn shop guy with. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. When he takes him yeah. out. Yeah. So, so basically, Tintin dies by my knife. Yeah. Funboy dies by <laughs> overdose. Christ. Okay. Skank dies by getting knocked out of a window. Okay. And Tiber gets killed by uh, explosion in his own car. Okay. Okay, and then we're done. We're never going to bring no, up never, these deaths yeah, again. It's fine. We figured it out. They're all dead. They're all dead, and now it's getting <laughs> word has gone to Top Dollar, the main bad guy. Yeah. Him and his sister. Yes, they deserve to die. <laughs> I hope they burn in hell. Yeah. And she's cutting out his sister <laughs> bailing. Sister. She's, they're supposed to be this is very half weird. sister, maybe. This is a very Game of Thrones relationship they have. <laughs> yeah. It seems like they're like hooking up. Who's yeah. confused? They're I'm definitely confused. they're definitely hooking up. Yeah, because uh, it seems like that first victim, that chick whose eye they cut out. Yeah, it seems like they were both fucking her. Yeah, that, that's the vibe I got. Yes, absolutely. We rode it too hard. Yep, and they cut her eye out and they burn it. So sh- this chick is like the Melisandre of, of this world. Yeah. Okay, I'll go for that. It works. Okay. So they're into like voodoo or some shit. Yeah, she's the only person that figures out that the Raven, uh, the crow, crow. has that. controls the power. There's yeah. always one person in any one of those crow movies that does that every single time. Yeah, yeah. The crow has his power. How do you know? I just do. Uh, don't worry about that. Let's not worry about that. Let's focus on something yeah. else. Mm-hmm. You have nice hair. So then there was the whole scene from uh, from Batman that we were talking about. This is where the gunfight oh, happens. Yes. yes. So yeah. yeah, pretty much everybody's dead except for Top Dollar. Biling, uh, fucking <laughs> Candyman, yeah, and uh, yeah. So they're all having a meeting so about. A meeting. Hey, we got to kill all the this guy in Detroit. Yeah, and they go, "Hey, this ra- this fucking crow, god damn it! Yeah. I want to say Raven. Yeah. This crow guy is painting our ass, and then he comes in like ah 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 ah. Oh no, that's Dark Knight. Uh, <laughs> he, he like flies in. Well, first his Raven flies in, right? And yeah. Then, uh, uh, he comes in and he's like, "I want him," and he points to that one guy who's still alive. Yeah, skank. skank. Yeah, give me, give me skank, and we're like, "No, nah, not gonna let that happen." Yeah, we're just gonna kill you, and then yeah, everybody shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> they have a, a bad guy laugh moment where they're all just kind of like, "Oh yeah, we got him. We're all great. Let's pop some champagne." And he falls under the table, and then I guess under the table he's pulling guys, yeah, and, like shanking them and shooting them and stuff. Oh, you were gonna bring something up, Maestro? Yeah, what about? Because. Uh, so, didn't you say the guns. there's no? He doesn't use a gun. Yes. And then you said he, you were going to bring something up later. Oh no, you said you uh, yeah. were going to bring something up later. Sorry, Maestro. The way he's firing the guns, he's like, okay, at least at this point you can tell he is a, he used to be a musician because uh-huh. he's just kind of like doing this. Oh, the very cartoon. Yeah. We're like, ah. <laughs> oh, like uh, they did uh, Boondock Saints. Yeah. Adam, for you listening, but that, Adam is just like moving fun. his hands forward. Yeah, forward and backwards ah. in a weird like. Just chaotic motion. Uh-huh. Like, I saw this in a movie once. This right, exactly. Work. Yeah. I, I think that's them pretending to recoil. 
I think that's how it started, maybe. Uh-huh. And everyone thought, well, it's just the way you shoot guns in movies. Mm-hmm. And it just became a thing. It's okay. Yeah, it was it was not good. <laughs> so Top Dollar and Candyman and Biling escape. And they kidnap the girl. She's riding her yeah. skateboard down but, the street. But by the way, I forgot. If you're if you're in yeah. this meeting, you see this uh, ten to fifteen people shoot this guy down, and he gets and up. he gets up. I am out. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to stand around and shoot him some more. Yeah, I am done. I don't, I don't, care, I don't care how much you're paying I, me. I'm leaving Detroit. Yeah, I'm going across the water to Canada. Right. Hopefully, there's no Canadian moose up there right. who are bad. Who are superheroes? Right. I'm not even going near birds anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going. To, not even the Arctic where there's penguins. Out. All, all out. Mm-hmm. But no, everyone's still trying to shoot him and trying to kill him. Seeing him take the bullets and not go down, they're also in this battle for yeah. what? Why? To what end? Because it's a real estate scam. <laughs> they need to make money somehow. I don't know. I I get the whole thing. Okay, I get the I get the whole banker move. We're gonna we're gonna burn. We're gonna make this neighborhood seedy so the price rates go down. We buy the land and the buildings. And then redevelop. But isn't the next step to develop yeah. nice buildings for yes. your money to flow in? Like, what's the end game here? We're just going to keep burning buildings? The whole idea is what's just... What's the end game here? The whole idea is to turn uh, his entire area into Macau, or basically uh, the entire city to be his. It, he, uh, his idea of uh, chaos, destruction, and, like, the id, that's what he thrives for. Okay. He doesn't care what happens. He just wants it all. So it's not really a real estate scheme. No, it's not really a real estate scheme, but it is a real estate scheme. No, this, this guy, he's the, um, oh, to quote Joker again, he just wants to see the world burn mm. to, at, at, at the exact core of it. That's all he wants. He just wants I'm chaos. just a dog chasing cars. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do if I caught one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a schemer. Jim Gordon, he's a schemer. So uh, Skank eventually gets dropped out the window, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, and then. Face first. Uh, runs away, everybody runs away. Mm-hmm. And then the girl gets kidnapped. By, uh, Candyman kidnaps her. Yes. And they take her to a church. Oh, by the way, Ernie Hudson figured out that the, <laughs> the, Ernie Hudson figured out that the crow is Eric Draven. Finally. He, he painted on a... After the dog like, like lies down on it. <laughs> like an Ace Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> you think at one point the uh, the main guy, the Three Musketeers dude, is like, uh, we need somebody to kidnap the girl. Who do you think? Who can do it? Candyman can. Yep. <laughs> Have I, you noticed that? I think she said Candyman three times, or is it five times? I forgot. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I think it's three times. Well, Candyman takes place in, in Chicago. Oh, does it? This is Detroit. They're not that far yeah, apart. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Candyman. His jurisdiction is in Detroit too. Yeah. Because in Candyman, he's uh, targeting like low income. He's he's in the Khalil Green. Projects? Is he doing the um, the Stringer Bell? You think he's going that route, trying to go legit? <laughs> That's another real estate scam. That's why he's got the glasses and the, and the suit and tie and everything. He's trying to go legit. <laughs> That's right. Tony Todd puts on a pair of glasses. Oh, so top top dollar is Avon because he's like a fucking wild, oh, yes. out of control That's true. guy. That's true. And and Tony Todd is like Stringer. <laughs> Holy shit! A Game of, Game of Thrones wire references. Yeah, man. We got to work in Sopranos somehow, dude. Mm. We got to reference all these HBO shows. All right. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, so Ernie Hudson figures out that <laughs> Eric Draven is the crow because he paints on the the uh, makeup, right? Like the crow makeup onto a picture of Eric. 
There, are, do you think is, is their band famous in this world? Because everyone has like a photo of that of them sitting in their car. Was that supposed to be their album cover? Yes. <laughs> do you I think guess. they're famous in in this world? Uh, no. I think they're famous in Detroit. Maybe are they like an up and coming? They're Detroit like an indie band. Band. They're yeah, like they're, they're probably band. a local indie band that plays the same bar every single time in the in this area. They're like 1990 Radiohead. They're just moving moving up the slow yeah. chain. Okay. Pat Oswalt, by the way, has a good joke about Radiohead. He, how he talks about when his daughter, when he, when he, his wife is, well, his widowed wife, because she died, when she gave birth to their daughter, he had to give up all his, like, weed and stuff. And he says, but I'm going to be that cool stoner grandpa when my daughter has a kid. Okay. And I'm going to lie to my grandkid about bands I never saw. <laughs> I, saw radio, I saw Radiohead with six people. That was the first show they ever did. <laughs> I think you're lying, grandpa. <laughs> pretty good yeah <laughs> so they're so they're like the original batman movie they're in a church there's a bell tower scene yeah the, oh that's right the, the, jesus this came first right no 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 batman came batman first. was 89 this is uh, 94 everything from everybody mm-hmm. so this stole from batman and then batman steals from this <laughs> the dark knight yeah okay yeah. it comes in one big circle yeah it's like i'll show you to steal from us <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean Cal Drogo's Raven will steal from the Dark Knight? <laughs> yeah. It's yep. like Inception. Yep. It's all over the place, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Bailing, she figures out, oh, the crow's his power. Shoot the crow. So they shoot the crow. And he, now he's weak. He's like, ah. Oh! Like, yeah. he, he can't heal as fast as he well, was. Okay. Heal. Here's, an, here's another thing that upset me. Uh-huh. Uh, in the scene, he gets shot, uh, uh, sniped out by Stringer Bell. And uh, <laughs> Tony died. Yeah, and he realizes, like, oh, wait. Did he feel pain or what happened? Because he's like, ah, he, he looks at it and there's blood on his hand. He's like, this is a normal. But er, he's bleeding all over the place earlier. When he, when he gets inside Ernie Hudson's car, he leaves the, the seat covered in blood from when he was shot up in earlier. Oh, yes. yeah. So he's been bleeding this entire time. But this time, what, the blood stings as it comes out? What? Explanation? Yes. And you're he, you're our crow expert. The, uh, the crow expert? Yeah, it heals when he's a crow. And so... But he like, still bleeds like everyone else, but he right? heals quickly. But this time he gets shot and he's like, oh, I'm bleeding. Wow. I think when he was getting shot in the mob meeting, I think he can st- he can still bleed because when he was hanging in the bell tower, he was bleeding from his hands and then the, 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 the wound sealed up. Yeah. So I think he was shot so many – I think his body had have enough time to, to heal itself. Think of it like So this. I think he was still bleeding in Ernie Hudson's car, but I think the body was still re- repairing itself. You remember the movie Deadpool? And remember whenever they would I've sh- never heard of it. Remember when they would shoot him, the, there would be blood everywhere and stuff like that, but yeah. then he'd heal eventually. Same idea. The only difference is his connection to that ability is not is some sort of weird supernatural thing with the crow. So once the crow is shot, is shot, he, he now can feel pain. Yeah. That's my best guess. He can now feel pain instead of just pressure. Mm-hmm. It's okay. All right. So he he felt the pressure of this bullet this time? Yeah. Well, he, well, now he's slowed he, down. He's just—he's basically mortal again, pretty much. Okay, yeah. so so the crow goes from immortal, uh, bleeding everywhere, to now mortal and still bleeding everywhere. Wait, I have a question for the crow yeah. expert. <laughs> okay, so let's say Bai Ling killed the crow, the yes. bird. Yes. Would that mean Brandon Lee falls he's, dead flat because he's now no longer? A, no, he's a, he's just normal mortal. But he was brought back to life. Yeah, no, the the powers of the bee from the crow. Brought his body back to life and everything. That's soul true. And everything. Because when the crow got shot, he didn't get shot. He didn't feel the pain until he got shot by uh, the musketeer guy. Yeah. 
the link that he has is his soul and his body was uh-huh. repaired and brought back as like a normal person. The uh-huh. only difference is okay. with along that the connection with the afterlife or whatever is connected to the crow. That's it. Okay. I just thought that maybe if the crow died, he just falls flat and he's that would be really interesting dead. yeah really interesting but no. they maybe okay. in the sequel actually yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah they made like four of these adam yeah and they were really bad yeah i, I started watching uh, one of them with rastafarian dudes and i i, I wait, called wait, wait. it what 10 minutes rastafarian dude yeah it was like rastafarian dude i think it was like uh, la angel city of angels ah that yeah, one yeah. yeah that was really weird oh my Is god that the third one and second one city of which angels. is the one with furlong the furlong. kid from t2 the kid oh, from Terminator 2. That's the I third think one, that's right? That's the third one, yeah. yeah. And the fourth one's just weird. Yeah. They, Let's see if I can find out. Yeah. They get worse and worse, Adam. Yeah. Because, like, it's not, it's not that they're playing the same person. Each individual story is based upon an individual murder that's separate from another. So they can basically start over every single movie. Is it the same Raven? Uh, no. Same crow? No. <laughs> see? God damn it. Supposedly not. But it, 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 that's irrelevant. Um, the thing about it is, is each individual story has individual characters that sucks individually bad. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the, the last one was really interesting though, because he was uh, electrocuted to death and, uh, his, the mask made the scars on his face. Oh, Oh, that was, I thought that okay. was an interesting idea, but that's I like it. that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. What, that's Here's the Corey Bourne, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Drogo. So tall. But he's also been he's been also been lanky in a while. Uh, no, a couple of movies. City of Angels. Yeah. I think he was also on like Baywatch. More? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Miami edition. Oh. All right. Well, we're almost done with yeah, the movie. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, basically. So, yeah, yeah, they go on the roof of the the church and they fight, mm-hmm. and uh, he uh, the crows. He's like getting his ass kicked, but then he. Touch. Uh, he touches the head of of Top Dollar, and I guess he transferred her, pain. his wife's pain. Thirty hours into him. of pain yeah. and suffering. And he's like, I didn't know he had that power. Yeah, he does. See, I, yeah, I, no, he, had no how clue. did he know that he <laughs> yes. had that power? Yeah, there was no trading. More importantly, yes, there exactly. was no trading scene. I don't know about the trading to another person, but I know that he can absorb that way. Maybe it's just like, oh. Let's see if I can do the same thing to you, kind of thing. Well, then why didn't Ernie Hudson get it when he like helped him? Was helping him walk around? He touched him. <laughs> this is true. And so he just knew, like, if I focus. Remember the part where he did say, "Don't touch me" earlier because he got when he got hurt. Yeah, Ernie Hudson, because probably he couldn't control it then, but he's getting got used to it later. <laughs> they don't explain. It takes it. place in two nights. <laughs> There's no way he learned that in two nights. Yeah, it doesn't make sense on any sense. <laughs> this is a very quick learning curve for this Brandon Lee. Yeah. Uh, Eric uh, DeRaven. <laughs> yeah. Very good, sir. So, yeah, Top Dollar's like, oh, no. Like, he's feeling the pain, I guess, of the, what the fiancé went through. Yeah. And he falls off the building. See, I thought it was his pain that he was feeling. Something I've been keeping with me that I don't need anymore. Oh. That's why I thought he survived for 30 hours. No. No. This no, is no. what you want to So he, how did he get her pain? Because she touched the ring. <laughs> I don't know. But he touched a bunch of rings, too. Why didn't he get all those pains? He probably did, but this is one that... <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. Wasted life. Wasted life. Wasted oh, life. Yeah. He said yeah. That. Uh, maybe this because this came from a murder scene. Maybe this is the only one that actually touched it, actually killed somebody. And he also touched um, what's the sergeant as well. That It was through the 30 hours of experience, so he knows that kind of, from the other angle, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. 
He told Ernie Hudson in his apartment, you were with her the whole time? When he's wearing his cop hat and his underwear. <laughs> I like when he goes, you're wearing your cop hat. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's the problem here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Top Dollar falls and he falls. He gets uh, um, filleted. Yeah. On a... Uh, on, impaled. Impaled. Yeah. Uh, through the, the horns of like a demon. And then the blood comes gargoyle out. Gargoyle thing. Yeah, the blood comes out instantly like yeah. a fountain. Kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's not how the blood works. True, but it's still kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's basically and then, it. And then well, he, oh yeah, he goes he goes back to the cemetery. The cemetery. He thinks that's the way he's supposed to be. He tries to go back to Shelley, mm-hmm. ends up not happening the way it's supposed to. But Shelley comes to him. Yeah. So in the spirit world, I'm guessing. I don't know what this is where it gets super confusing. Was this like Casper, where the mom shows up to <laughs> Bill Pullman? I don't know which Casper we're we talking about. There's the only one ghost. Casper movie. Christina Ghosts Ricci, Eric Idle. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was very pleased to learn that Eric Idle was in that. Because I, when I first saw Casper, I didn't know who Eric Idle was. Is he the British yeah. guy? He's from Mighty Python. Hello, hello, yeah. Craven. Are you a transient? <laughs> also, the reason I learned the word what transient was <laughs> was because of that movie. <laughs> oh, dude. She was a fucking bitch. Craven? <laughs> Craven. That was her name, right? Craven? Who? I don't know. I think you mean C. Raven. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's C- it's probably a K. Uh, Why don't you see K the Raven? screen over there? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't matter. Yeah. Hi! That's how she talks. <laughs> well, Dibs! Isn't his name Dibs in the yeah. movie? Hey, Dibs! Get over here! <sighs> I remember the bathroom scene where he's uh, Bill Pullman's changing faces <laughs> a lot. Yeah, that was funny. That was great. Is Stallone's one of them, right? Yeah. Or Schwarzenegger? Uh, it's one of the two? It's. I think it's Stallone. It's also uh, Eastwood. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think there's another one too. I forget. Yeah, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hmm. So yeah, the and now it's uh it's November first, right? Yeah, which is uh Hollow's Day. <laughs> is that right? Uh, no, that's no. It's all it's all Hollow's Eve. Wait, wait. No, November first. Devil's, Devil's Night happens, and then this whole happens on uh, all Hollow's Halloween, Eve, and then Hollow's. Yeah, this is November first. So it's all Hollow's Day. Day. Okay. Just want to make sure I have my, uh, I got to update my calendar, you see. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's pretty much it. That, that's, that's the movie. Yeah. That, that's the crow. Uh, I remember when I was 10 seeing this theater, I thought it was really cool as a 10 year old. Cause I'm like, oh my God, they turned that dark comic I like into a movie. This okay. is so awesome. And rewatching it, rewatching it, I was like, wow, Brandon Lee, he, for this role, he he fucking was good. Like I see where Heath Ledger kind of maybe Absolutely. took some stuff. I guess if he was alive, this might have been his jumping off point to make him a big star. Yeah. I'm guessing. But uh I don't know. This movie it's really dated. It's very nineties. Like I guess if I want to explain the nineties to my kid, I just put on the crow. And yeah. Show him, like this is what the nineties was like. Oh yeah, did you also show the Crypt Keeper? In this movie? Casper. Oh, that's, oh right. that's right. That's the last one. Yeah. Ah! That's yeah. when he kind of starts backing right from the mirror. Uh, yeah. Is that what you're looking up right now? Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this movie, um, I, th- I thought it was okay. It it it, the, it reminded me a lot of Batman. It actually reminded me of the '89 Batman movie. Yeah. Like the like the like how dark everything was. Like the tone, the tone, and just the the look of the city and everything. Mm-hmm. Just a, a lot more a more violent version of the movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. I didn't really like the bad guy. Ernie Hudson was fine. He's fine in everything. Yeah. Yeah, that it's fine. This, this is more of like it's a movie than it was great. It was not good. Yeah. What about you, Maestro? Crow expert. <laughs> I watched the movie once, and then I just follow along for a while, and you say I'm an expert. Okay. You seem to have a lot of knowledge of, of what, yeah. what's happening. I just didn't fall asleep. I used to read the comic, <laughs> and I don't know it. <laughs> it's true. I didn't fall asleep. Okay, fantastic. So what did you think of the movie? It was fine. I mean... Story was okay, I guess. I mean, it made me want to watch the sequel. That uh-huh. didn't, but and but I honestly didn't like any of the movies. Okay, I liked the TV show a lot more. I could see someone when we were like around our age. I could see this being like an edgy. Oh, did you see the crow? That was badass. Like when you're younger, I mm. feel like this is like that kind of movie. I guess, that but makes when sense. you're older, you're like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, I, I remember not being impressed when I first saw it, uh, and it, it was either during high school or right after high school. It was, it was pretty close by. It might have even been like after college, actually. <coughs> uh, I wasn't impressed with it at the time. This is why I put it on the list because I because I remember everyone. I remember thinking at least this was a cult classic of some kind. Yeah, it's, it is. It's got a big follow. People yeah, people follow. love this movie, and I remember thinking, meh, not impressed. So that'll be on the list. Uh, as far as watching it again, I, I remember now why I didn't like it. <laughs> okay. Uh, bad guys were too unbelievable. Every single one of them was way over the top bad guy. The guy that was supposed to be the baddest guy was didn't sell it to me. Uh-huh. It, he, he was pretty much he was just, like I said, he was reprising his uh, Three Musketeers role, <laughs> and, and that's it. Same uh-huh. exact haircut, uh-huh. haircut even. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Lee, not good with the physical scenes, uh, not good with the shooting scenes, and uh, his voice also bothered me. Okay. Uh, as it bothered me in the second movie that I saw with him, because after this movie, I was like, I, I, I didn't want to believe that he was bad, because like, well, I mean, he died making this movie, so I gotta give him some credit. Yeah. I watched another movie of his and see how it is. I saw the one with Dolph Lundgren in it, and his voice just bothers me. It's like every, it's like he's speaking too deliberate. Everything he says, uh, I'm going to speak about this thing right now. Oh, okay. Where it's uh, everything is a little more emphasized than it needs to be. Like uh, symbolism. <laughs> symbolism. Yeah. It's just, it's a little it's a little too fake for me. A little too, like, almost high-pitched. And everything uh, that I'm saying yeah. has a certain twang yep, to it. Yep. Do you understand what I am saying? <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, That's basically how it sounds to yeah. me. And it, 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 it bothered me. Okay. There was times when he wasn't speaking that way. I was like, "All right, now you're now you're in the crow character." <laughs> but then he'd go back into that and be like, "Oh, just it would bother me." That's fair. So before we end like the show with what we normally mm-hmm. do, uh, I want to go through the list of people that actually were sh- watching with us today. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We had a for our Facebook yeah. Live. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. If you're, if you're listening now to it the happened, podcast it later, already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you missed the Facebook live. Yeah. You can check out our Facebook page though. Yeah. Uh, spoilers, uh, facebook.com slash spoilers show yep. uh, to check out the videos of our live streams. Yeah. So, uh, we have quite a few people that actually did, uh, tune in today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, should I name their names out loud or? Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, uh, first names only. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Katie, uh, showed up. He said, uh, I love the crow. Mm-hmm. So there's a fan that probably will be like, not liking what we say. You got to read from the top to the bottom. I thought I was. I'm not. No. Oh, there's there's other. That was the most there? recent comment. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe you should show me some of these because I'm having trouble figuring that out. Yeah. Earlier, uh, uh, Sea Salt was commenting. He, yeah. he he wants to check out your blog if you still got that around. Oh your my movie god. Blog. 
Oh, jeez. Uh, it's, it's called, uh, if it's still active. Well, I have a computer in front of me right now. Yeah. It was called. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jester checked in just to say what's up, and he had some questions about whether or not who is immortal based on uh, Seasalt's comment. Yeah. Uh, but Seasalt was basically backing me up as far as the whole. This is during the gunfight scene. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, he's immortal? I'm out of here. Yeah. Uh, it's the same. He's, yeah. And uh, also, Annie, my girlfriend, was watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I, during the live f- Facebook feed, I'm scrolling through the website on IMDb, and it freaked her out because she thought her computer was going crazy. Oh, lovely. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Katie said, yeah, she uh, she loves the crow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, uh, I found it. It's still up. Is it? It's, Is uh, it GeoCities or something? No, it's on WordPress. Okay. It's manvershorror.wordpress.com. The last... Movie I reviewed was not even a horror movie. Uh-oh. <laughs> it, it, it was on January 31st, 2013. It's The Last Stand, the Schwarzenegger movie where he's the sheriff. And that this movie's badass. That dude. was his first comeback, right? After he was governor. This yeah. was his first movie back where okay. he's the sheriff of that town and the, the guy is driving the car. Never saw it. To get in. It's great, dude. Yeah? I think we got to watch it down the down the road okay. at some point. But before that, I did Thanksgiving. All right. Uh-huh. And, uh, Wait, there's a Thanksgiving movie that's also a horror? Yeah, it's about a killer uh, turkey. We've talked about this, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, we, we we've talked about it. Yeah, so sea salt. It's it's man versus m a n v s h o r r o r dot wordpress dot com. Man versus horror dot com. And then I had one before that. Oh on, really? On what's Google's blogger? I have no idea. Uh, blogs, uh, whatever Google's blogging platform was. Google. It was called. The California Blogging Massacre as a little <laughs> nod to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ooh, lovely. One of my favorite horror movies. I, don't, I doubt that one's still up. Well, yeah, fuck. I haven't been to this page. I have Tales from the Hood. That was our fucking test yes, episode. Yes, that was that a chemistry never, test. That never aired. Oh, God. I hope we still have that somewhere. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Was, was my wife on? She said she was going to watch. My fiance was. Sarah? Not mine, not yours. No, I'm saying was my wife. She oh. said she would watch. I did. Yeah. We'll check it out. Yeah. After the feature. May I go to the usuals? Sure. Oh, yes, please. Maestro? Okay. Uh, now, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Let's start with the good. All the fanboys. Okay. I mean, uh, good reviews. Uh, what? Peter Rayner of the LA Times says, The Crow, starring the late Brandon Lee, is like one long fright night. Even though it was photographed in color, the edge of darkness atmosphere descends on the audience like a shroud. That's what I was saying. It's very dark, the atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, Michael Wilmington of the Chicago Tribune says, What's scary about The Crow is the story and the style itself. American Gothic Poe Haunted Nightmare, as in uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Right. Translated to the age of cyberpunk, science fiction, revenge movies, and outlaw rock and roll, all set in a hideously decaying, crime-ridden urban hell. Just a lot of words. Uh-huh. Finally, Roger, e- <laughs> Roger Ebert, Chicago Sun-Times, says, It's a stunning work of visual style. The best version of a comic book universe I've seen. And Brandon Lee clearly demonstrates it in that he might have become an action star had he lived. By the way, Sarah is watching. She's, she's, she oh. says hi. Oh, hey, babe. <laughs> uh, now the bad reviews. David Anson of Newsweek says, It succeeds in bringing Obar's comic book version to life, but there's little else going on behind the graphic razzle-dazzle and the moody, ominous soundtrack. Yep. And finally, Owen Gleiberman of Entertainment Weekly says, If The Crow is forgettable entertainment, it can stand as an eerie epitaph for an actor who looked like he was on the way to better things. 
So he's saying the movie is forgettable, <laughs> but Brandon <laughs> Lee was he stood out in it. Like he he was okay. Uh, movie he, bad, he was on his Brandon way to Lee moving good. up to better things. Yeah. Okay. He's saying the movie sucks, but Brandon Lee was on his way up. Fantastic. <laughs> it's a glowing review. <laughs> yeah, now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show where we make the guys guess the score of the movie based on on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, let's go with the critics. Okay. Uh, stylistically, I think now, it was on. okay. Before, before oh. you go into your reasoning, oh. All right. how much, how high are they going just for the death? Because the Dark Knight was big, because I, I feel like the Dark Knight was big because Keith. everybody was waiting for it, but a lot of people were going because of the nah, Heath Ledger thing. It was, so how high do you think they're going to no, go? First of all, Dark Knight was high because it was amazing. I know, I know, but the <laughs> hype going in, I think a lot of it was surrounded by the Heath Ledger thing. Oh, I see. That's what I'm saying. I don't even. I'm not even sure if I knew he was dead or not when I saw the movie. Okay. As I, I try to stay out of the entertainment type of news type of stuff. Okay. But uh, how high? How much like mm. goodwill do you think his death might have given the score? You got to factor that in. That's a really good I'm point. Saying. Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So stylistically, I think it was shot well as far as the uh, the shots themselves. Uh, uh, story not the gun firing. No, shots. Not, not 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 what was in the shots. <laughs> the way they the way they were shot. Yeah, the was way good. they were shot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what they were capturing was not so good, and the story was, I think, okay. It had, well, it was it was it had good intention, uh, but it didn't quite get as far as it should have. Probably, I'm gonna give it a. But the whole death thing and the fact that everybody loves, but cult classics aren't generally well reviewed. Not initially, no. Shit, <laughs> a conundrum. I'm gonna give it a sixty. Okay, just, so it's just barely, barely fresh, fresh okay. to the critics. Okay, for the critics, I probably. By, by the way, this is not my personal score. Okay. <laughs> For the critics, I would probably agree with you on the, everything you have said. It seems very logical, so I'm gonna go with a forty. So you're, <laughs> so you're going with you're going with rotten. Uh, the critics score eighty two percent. Wow. Yeah, figured it was gonna be high. Now the audience, uh, the fanboys, quote unquote. Yeah. This is one of those movies that I feel like if you say you don't like, you are shunned. Or you're looked at like, what? How do you not like that movie? Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure people remember what the movie's actually about. <laughs> they just know that it was dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they fed their inner gothic person inside of them. Very hot topic-y? Yes. You mean angsty. <laughs> angsty, yes. Yeah. Also also very good. This is like the... the what's it? It's for every like lo- person that didn't necessarily fit in with the, the in-crowd, I guess. That wanted to be the person that, that would... Uh, Triumphantly come up from uh, yeah. the darkness that yeah. they were considered their loans themselves. I guess I don't know. I'm just running with words here now. Yeah, <laughs> this this was the hero to a a group of people that probably felt disenfranchised in some way, shape, or form. Plus, they like the color black. Yes, plus the black as well. Yeah, yeah. So, or ugh. or it was just because it was a really cool show, story. Because people that I mean, come on. They had a comic book series. They had a, like four movies, a TV series, a TV series, and they're reimagining it now. And it's a cult classic. 
and a cult classic. So audience score. It's it's not to mention it's been re- it's been like it's his face, his persona of the crow is not only used in uh, just the movies itself. I mean, everywhere else there's versions of it already. Yeah. So these bashers are gonna like it too much. I'm gonna say eighty nine. Ooh, okay. really high. I'm gonna go with seventy five. Ninety percent from the audience. They love this movie. Yes, everybody loves it. <laughs> so just such a disdain. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't understand. I don't. It's I mean it's a fine movie, but uh-huh. to get all the acclaim that it gets from everybody, it's like oh it's amazing. It's like no. You're watching this movie after it was made. What ninety three? Ninety. It came out in ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. So. You're looking at it through the eyes of a 20-year-old person, comparatively to when it first came out. Yeah, no, when it first when it first came out, I, th- I feel like I saw it within the first five, maybe seven years at the most when it came out. And even then, I was just like, I don't get it. And th- how was this possible? Weren't you still the bubble at the time? No, ninety-four. Ninety-four. Well, by the time I saw it, it was about two thousand. So it was it was two thousand plus. 16. Yeah. So, so just I, I was I was out of the bubble. How yeah. long were you out of the bubble? Uh, it was pretty fresh, maybe. Within five years, I'll say after five years after the bubble burst is when I saw the movie. Okay, so five years after bubble burst, that means you had some time to acclimate. That's fine. Yeah, but I, I, <laughs> I just I didn't. I, I remember liking what it was going for, uh-huh. but also thinking like, I'm, it's not as good as everybody claims it is. Mm-hmm. It's fine, but not amazing. I see. Paul Giamatti was in this. We noticed that he's been in a lot of the movies we're doing, and since we all love him, we decided to ask, what role would Paul Giamatti have had in this movie? Ooh. Oh, this Gideon. Is, this is easy for me. Okay. Gideon. Gideon? Yeah. The computer? Oh, wait. Who's Gideon? Palm shop owner. Nah. But you, have to, you can't take he him He was out. great, though. Yeah. Like the- he was great in that position, but yeah. uh, if you also put Giamatti in there, it would be really oh, good, dude, too. He would crush that role. Exactly. He would. I'm not saying that the actor that played it yeah. this time is it any bad or anything like that. Yeah. But Giamatti would be best for that role, I think. Either that or, um, may, I don't think they did with the sergeant that talks, the, the person that talks to the sergeant. <laughs> Remember? The guy that told yeah. me you're, you're about to be you're suspended again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, your vigilante's upstairs. You missed it. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Ernie Hudson, I can take out. You? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll take Ernie Hudson out and I'll put Giamatti in there. Okay. Hmm. That, that'd be fun. Mostly because of the screen time uh, and because it's the least irritating of the roles <laughs> available. Okay. Uh, you can't give him any of the, uh, the bad guys because those two over the top. And I just, I, I, would, I feel like I might not like it if he was in there trying to be like, oh, we, we got to get that guy. Yeah, that's true. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show. I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. Here, the part I've been waiting for. Okay, so here's about the death, okay? A, a scene required a gun to be loaded, cocked, and then pointed at the camera. Because of the close range of the shot, the dummy cartridges loaded had real brass caps, but no powder. After the cut, the props master dry-fired the gun to get the cock off, knocking the projectile bullet into the barrel of the gun. The next scene to be filmed involving that gun was the rape of Shelley. The, gl- the gun was loaded with blanks, which usually contain sometimes double to triple the powder of a normal cartridge to make a loud enough noise. Lee entered the set carrying a bag of groceries containing an explosive blood packet. 
The script called for Fun Boy to shoot Eric Draven as he entered the room, triggering the blood packet. The bullet that was struck, that was stuck in the barrel, was blasted at Lee through the bag he was carrying, killing him. The footage of his death was subsequently developed and used as evidence in the investigation into his death. As part of the lawsuit settlement, the footage was later destroyed. Oh, shit. so it had three times the amount of gunpowder in a normal, like, round yeah, Jesus, for the louder effect. And the so cap that was still stuck in the was, barrel. Yeah. God damn. And like what you said, blanks could still hurt you. Yeah. But, yeah, because they have, like, three times the gunpowder. Right. Holy. Yeah. What do you bet, though, that footage is somewhere? No, they. I just read that it's destroyed. They had to yeah. destroy it. I'm sure. I'm, oh, sure. I'm sure. Yeah, some editor kept yeah. something. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's it's got to be around somewhere, yeah. though. Not that I'd want to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's got to be somewhere. Yeah. Here's another fact. Some believe that because of the tragic death of Brandon Lee, this movie is responsible for changing gun safety standards in film, i.e. action scenes. The gun is held off to the side and tricky camera angles are used when the weapon is aimed at a character to avoid misfiring or other horrific accidents. Finally, the production didn't have the money or the space to shoot a car chase sequence, so they did it with miniatures instead. <laughs> what? Yeah. That, so that car chase scene, there were, were little miniatures. Finally... Money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we get a feel financially how well the film held up to its peers. The budget for The Crow, $23 million. I couldn't find a foreign box office gross, so you're just going to go up. You're going to have to guess the U.S. gross. Okay. $23 million budget. $23 million. See, the fact that this is a cult classic means it didn't do well in the box office. Mm-hmm. Great after, but $23 Hmm. Any idea what month this came out? Is that it's May. May. I'm gonna go with thirty million. Okay. Out of the twenty five? Yeah. I go for fifty. Okay. In the U yeah, well, I said there was no foreign. Yeah. It made fifty point six million dollars. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Look at you, Maestro. This film debuted in first Retribution. This de- film debuted in first place on the weekend of May thirteenth, nineteen ninety four with eleven point seven million. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 94th highest grossing film in the category comic book adaptation. Oh, we had somebody guess. We had the uh, Cat, uh, Caddy, Katie? Oh, Jesus Christ. Katie guessed 35 million. Oh, okay. Cool. So she still did better than I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's fun. I didn't yeah. think about people joining yeah. in. Yeah. Well, 94th highest grossing film in the category comic book adaptation. Number one is The Avengers. Of course. Finally, The Crow was the 24th highest grossing film of 1994. Number one was Forrest Gump. <laughs> okay. Ah. Uh, that was 94? Yep. It feels like it's... Pulp Fiction gonna... was also 94. Jesus. Wow. So was Shawshank Redemption. All three came out the same year. All three were, went up head-to-head for Best Picture at the Oscars. It's over 20 years ago. 25 almost. Three years ago. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so depressing. Where can you watch The Crow and Pulp Fiction and Forrest Gump? Uh, if you're going to watch any of these movies, you should go do it on Amazon. But before you do, go, go to our website first. Click on the banner on our webpage. It'll be on the right or left-hand side. Uh, it'll take you to Amazon. You do your shopping as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps support the show. Cool. Oh, Katie? Yeah. Oh, that's me and my wife's friend. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Ah. Cool. Thanks, Katie. Uh-huh. Sorry, I mispronounced your name. <laughs> Caddy from Mingro. <laughs> That's 1994's The Crow, directed by Alex Proyas. Check out our website, ratpatpodcast.com slash spoilers, 
Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Hi, Katie. I forgot to say hi. <laughs> Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it for any other requests. Next week, we're kicking off 2017's Horror Fest, oh, Adam's favorite time of the year. And we're kicking it off with a sequel to a film that we previously reviewed that is considered not only one of the worst horror movies of all time, it's considered one of the worst sequels of all time. Oh my god. We're doing 2000's Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Oh, that doesn't seem so bad. The sequel to the Blair Witch Project. I like the first one. I know, you love that first Blair Witch. And I'm betting that you didn't even know there was a sequel. I had no idea. Well, you knew knew that you knew the one that came out earlier this year. You knew about that one. Oh, right, yeah. But you, I'm guessing you didn't know about no. the one we're about to watch. I feel like you mentioned it to me one time, and it, I already forgot. <laughs> yeah. So, we, <laughs> so we're watching 2000's Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. This is a rough watch. Perfect for, for Horror Fest. <laughs> um, a good way to kick it off? To, I, to prepare me for the rest? Yes. I saw the Blair Witch Project in theaters, 15-year-old me. When I heard they were making a sequel, I'm like, how? How, is, <laughs> how the hell are you going to sequelize it? But I still went at 16 to see yeah. Book of Shadows. Well, the same way they made sequels to The Crow. You don't need the same cast. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. So, uh, yeah. Your love for Blair Witch, the, right. the Blair Witch Project, the original, may be tested in this one. Right. <laughs> you may retroactively hate the previous one. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll have to find out. So tune in next week for the beginning of Horror Fest 2017. Yeah. Yes! And until next time, Pray for Adam. <laughs> He's going to need it because he doesn't consider horror movies real movies. Uh, I need to take a picture of him before the show starts, like before like everything uh, for the horror fest starts. Uh, you need to see the before, before and after oh, fest. Okay. Very good. So until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adam. Hey, Adam. Say cheese. Cheese. Over here. Oh. And that's our live recording. Yes, it is. Of 1994's The Crow. So tune in next time. Yep, in about two weeks from now, we'll be doing. I can. I, I'll give you a nice little sneak peek for you Facebook people. Okay, I'll give you a nice little ex- exclusive sneak peek. The next Facebook Live movie we're doing. Oh uh, yeah, is going to be a movie I absolutely hate. Really, I fucking hate this movie. What? Two thousand four's House of a Thousand Corpses. Me and my buddy what? saw that, this. That's confusing. To me, me and my buddy saw this movie, and we hated this movie so much for two years. We compared every movie to House of a Thousand Corpses. No matter how shitty it was, we went, well, it's better than House. Wow. As in House of a Thousand Corpses. Right. I hated this movie. It has your boy. I know it has your boy, Chris, fat Chris Hardwick. Yeah. It has Ray uh, Wilson. Uh, was it, is it Peter Hardwick? That's right. That's, That's what he calls his yeah. uh, fat former his self. His fat former self. It has Rain Wilson. Yeah. It has, uh, ugh, God, it's the fucking usual suspects of the Rob Zombie world. Yeah. No, I I also hate this movie. Uh, <laughs> however, I'm surprised that you hated it. Because to me, this is everything that horror encompasses. It's like they, oh. they, they nailed what horror what? fans want to see. <laughs> okay. And I was just like, what the? Okay. How would the? Yeah. It, uh, it makes you feel better. You don't like it, though. Oh, I, I hate this movie, dude. <laughs> and, I, and I got a lot of shit from my group of friends because... They made a sort of sequel to House of a Thousand Corpses called The Devil's Rejects. Right. And me and my friends went to a combo convention, not Comic Con in San Diego, but there was one in Long Beach. And we went and I spun this wheel and I got a free t shirt and the t shirt was for The Devil Rejects. 
and I was rocking that shirt everywhere. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> and my friends are giving me shit like, I thought you hated the first one. I'm like, it's a free shirt. Can't, he's messing with the uh, the live sign on his face. I did adjust the camera a little bit after I got that note from uh, yeah. from Vetus. Ah, Bubsy, as we used to call him. Yep. So that's it for our crow uh, discussion. Check out, uh, check out House of a Thousand Corpses if you must. <laughs> Rob Zombie's first film. I already I already watched it early on accident. Yeah. So I'm ready for it. Ugh. God. Does it make you hate? The Halloween one he did more or less? Because uh, you really hated that one. <laughs> no. I think Rob Zombie's Halloween I like more than the original Halloween. Yeah, I know that. But yeah. you still didn't like it. True. Uh, th- <laughs> this was much, much worse. Oh, this, yeah. this was, Dude, this was, this was this horrible. Was, this is bad. God awful. So this is... So when you think of like... <coughs> bless you. Like how I said during The Crow, like just show him the movie The Crow or like... Whatever '90s movie, yeah, that's the '90s. So House of Thousand Corpses, yeah, this is horror. To that's me. horror. Yes, this absolutely. is horror in your eyes. Yes. Okay. This is the epitome of of all the horrors that are just like we just we're just going to be gratuitous for no reason, and <laughs> uh, people are crazy for no reason, and uh, murder and there's, crazy. There's, murder, there's, murder. there's there's blood, there's gore, there's nudity, there's yep, everything, everything. All, the bo- all the boxes are checked. <laughs> okay, it's like HBO without paying for it. Well, yeah. you got to pay to watch the movie. Yeah, that's true. All right. I think we're done here. I think we're done here. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for watching. Thanks, Maestro. I appreciate that uh, closing out. Thanks for watching. And we'll see you next time. Yes, we shall see you another time.